It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, and relationships in 2018. Happy New Year to you. Yes, bon année. Happy New Year, Angie Taylor. Happy New Year, Simon. And the same to our listeners. It's Okay, listen. It's a new year, new drama, new questions, need answers. People need advice, Simon. So I want to get to the phones when we come back. 855-905-8255. What's going on in your love life? Mm-hmm. What happened over the holidays? What is... <laughs> Is the resolution that you want to keep. If you need advice, we are here for you. Yes. The phone lines were lit up when we walked in tonight. So thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. And so when we come back, let's get to the phones next. What's going on? Uh, we are in the Ula La studios. It's a new year and we have answers for you. We're going to take your calls next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Our line for advice, 855-905-8255. If you need love, dating, romance, mm-hmm. relationship advice with me and Simon Marcel, we are here for you. So let's go to the phone, Simon. Yes. Um, listening in Brazos, Texas on Mix 104.7. Here is Jackson. Hi, Jackson. Bonjour, Jackson. Hi, Simon and Angie. How are you guys doing today? Good. We are great. Happy New Year. Thanks for calling. Uh, What's going on? Thanks to you guys, too. Um, Thank you. So this is kind mm-hmm. of a date or dump question. Okay. Um, <sighs> I've been in a relationship for two years, and this other guy just got my girlfriend a car. What? Yeah, what? Hey, hold nothing. up. Okay, you wait a minute, I mean? wait a minute. Let's back up now, Jackson. Who is this guy? To your girlfriend in her life, like, is he a coworker? Is he a friend? Co-worker. Has he always been around? It's a coworker. Yeah, a fairly new coworker for like the last six months or so. What was? What? Why would a coworker buy a girl at work a car? So I brought it up, and um, she said that he just wanted to be nice, and he knew I needed one, so he got me one. Um. I'm like, confused. is it a new car? Is it like a car he had sitting in his backyard? Like, whatever reason. Like, I'm trying to rationalize this yeah. somehow. Like, there's a real reason for it. But there, you no, don't. He bought it. He bought it. Like but we know why. Had- why, Simon? I mean, Jackson, you know, I don't like to carry bad news as a romantic, but I don't know anybody who would invest in somebody else's girlfriend or the price of a car without the hope of. Of enjoying the car together, if you get my drift. Or they maybe they are yeah. enjoying the car together. They probably so, are. I don't know about that. But come on, Simon. I don't care how much you're pursuing a woman. If you haven't already been there, would you buy them a car? Like the average person is not going to do I, that. I don't think so. So is she sticking up for the fact that he bought her a car? Yeah, um, she was just like, "I got a new car," and I was like, "Who gave it to you?" And she's like, "Oh, that's not important." And I was like. I know you didn't get it. <laughs> it okay, so she's covering up. Well, first of all, if let's just say it's innocent. He thinks she's in dire straits. I wouldn't accept it anyway. I'm sure he right. knows that she has a boyfriend. Yep. I'm sure all of that has been discussed. So the fact that then she tried to cover it up and be coy about it, there's something really not above board going on here. I say, mm. without a doubt, you got to dump. Simon, what do you say? Same thing. I mean, I... Um, Jackson, what do you feel? I mean, what is your take? You're her boyfriend. What is there any reason we missed Angie and I that could change our opinion? You know, it's weird because um, just dwelling on my experience in the past, when you're in a relationship, it's easier to let emotions cloud your judgment. Yeah. Where 
Uh-huh. Like in the past, you know, smaller things on a much smaller scale, you're like, oh, that was a red flag. How come I missed that? You know? Well, it's hard when you're in it. You know, you're you're yeah. confused by your emotions, but people outside the fishbowl sometimes are the ones that need to shake you and smack you and go, why are you not saying what we say, you know? Yeah, you know, so it's just like, am I just giving her the benefit of the doubt because I like her so much? You absolutely are. You are being bamboozled, hoodwinked, all of those things, any sort of adjective you can use to describe it. She is taking advantage of all the situations here. I agree 100% with Angie. You have to dump and and don't let someone play you like that. Yeah. So, I I mean, it sucks, Jackson, and I hate to say that, but you have to really, like, step outside of the relationship if you can, compartmentalize your feelings, and think about Mm -hmm. what you would tell your best friend if your best friend came to you and said the same thing. My wife came home, my girlfriend came home because a dude at work bought her a car. What would you tell your friend? Something's up. Right. Of course. So yeah. just think about that no, and we right. wish you the yeah. We yeah. wish you the best of luck. Exactly. Ah, I appreciate you guys so much. Tell Thanks. her to get in her new car and drive away. All right. With the baggages. <laughs> With all her right. bags. Yeah. All right. Good all luck right. to you. Yes, good luck to you and happy new year. Yes. Thanks. You Thank- too. Thanks for calling the rendezvous. He's like, Thanks. Yeah, this new year's starting out great. But guess what? It's brand new. New slate. Oh, absolutely. Start fresh. All right, more of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We just had a call from Jackson. Poor guy. Um, Girlfriend comes home from work, says, hey, dude at work bought me a car. What? Um, There's no way that you get a gift, I think, Simon, of that magnitude that doesn't mean that you didn't lead them on in some way. Do you feel the same? I feel like if someone knows you're in a relationship and they're gifting you things, they either think or you've led them to believe that things are not good or that you're interested in them or there's something. Because I don't believe that any man would buy me a gift thinking that something would happen because I'm very honest about where I stand. Absolutely. Uh, it's almost like, if I if I may, it's like if you're married and you have a lover, right? Right. Uh, you can blame the lover who's outside the marriage for sure. You know, it's wrong to go with a married woman or married man. But even more wrong is the married person. Yes, you're it's, the one in the commitment. You're the one in the relationship. Exactly. You're responsible for your relationship. Because you promised and took an oath for it. The yes. lover's an outside person. Right. The guy who gives the car is an outside person. Right. They don't care no, he, about how it's going to affect you. They hope it ruins everything. Probably. Because they want to be with you. So on the responsibility of your mistake, it's too easy to say, oh, you know, he pushed me with a car, pushed me with a ring, pushed me with whatever, okay? Truth is, if you're in a relationship, a committed relationship, a marriage or a partnership, you cannot accept anything like that from a stranger no. or anyone except families because... You yeah, know. it's family. But think yeah. about how disrespectful it will feel to your partner if it were the... You've you got to put yourself in your partner's shoes in those situations. If my husband came home and said, oh, this woman at work bought me a Rolex, I would be like, what? What and why? Where does she live? What is her social security? Everybody's going to die tonight. Let's, it's over. Yeah, like, you, you've <laughs> got to answer the what and why. What and why. Respect your partner yes. and don't accept a gift. Nope. All right. More of the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. This is the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we had this call, a date or dump call that came in. 
about, uh, you know, buying something for someone in a relationship. You're the single person. You're buying something for someone in a relationship. You're only doing it because you're trying to get them out of that relationship. You're you're crossing a line there. Yeah. And you started telling me a story off the air that I think is great on the air, Simon. And, and I need your advice on this one. And you're a friend of mine, good friend of mine, single guy. Yeah. Meets at work somebody who's married, but she said at the end of the rope, very, very bad marriage. She wants out. He asked me, said, so I'm single. I'm not married to anyone. I can do what I want. Can I take the step to engage in an affair, really, with a married woman since I'm not responsible? Or am I responsible for that? So I thought about it. I told you affair. I wanted to know what you think as a woman. Uh, well, and, I, and as you know, I mean, technically, you're a married person, right? Technically, so, you're you're not responsible. But here's my question: First of all, she's saying that she's in an unhappy marriage. Yeah, that's what she Isn't says. Is that what everybody says when they cheat? Right. So how can you believe that she might be well, super happily married? Maybe the husband thinks everything's great, but you're going to take her word for it. So that's one risk you take. And the second one is, mm-hmm. can I, you know, have some ooh la la with this married woman that says she's miserable? Well, and she wants him. And she wants him. But yes, you are not the married one. But do you have a moral obligation? Can you live with yourself? Can you go to sleep at night? Can you think about how it would feel if it, the tables were turned? And I think that's where a lot of people get confused. Like, oh, I'm not the one that took the vows. There's nothing on me. Yeah, there is. There's icky on you. It's icky. It's it is icky. icky. But Angie, you said something that I want to talk about well, more. Let's talk about it next when we come back, Simon. Okay? okay. I want to talk about this obligation because so many people are easy to get into relationships with married people thinking, hey, I'm not the married one. It's cool for me. Like, whatever. But is it really? That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We had a call come in earlier, and it led to this whole discussion. Uh, The call came in at 855-905-8255 about obligation in a situation where there's a married couple. Let's say the husband or wife wants to have an affair, and you're the single person. And you know that they're married. Maybe it's crappy. Maybe it's not. How do you really know what's going on in that marriage, right? Mm-hmm. But you justify to yourself, well, hey, I'm not the one that took the vows. I don't have an obligation here. So why don't I just do what I want to do and we'll see how it works out. Is there some sort of obligation? And Simon, what do you say? Yes, but I think if we put all the, the moral on the outside person... The single person. I think we're making a huge mistake that doesn't protect the sanctity of marriage. It's who says yes who should never engage in that. Well, yes, obviously. So So your friend who you were talking about is in that situation. Exact situation. You said, Angie, earlier, you said, Simon, people that have affairs or says they won't have say they have an unhappy marriage. I believe they're unhappy because I don't know, you married yourself, how anyone in a happy marriage would ever cheat on your husband or wife or partner. I agree with that, that that person is unhappy, okay. but we don't know if they've done the work in their marriage to, have they expressed to their partner that they're unhappy? Have they given their partner the benefit of the doubt to like, or the first right of refusal to try to make this marriage better? Like, Good point. if your first option is to go cheat, uh, I mean, we, but we don't know what's going on in that marriage. Exactly. So for me, maybe because I'm French, but the sanctity is only two. The two people. The two people. Anybody else 
have a, a notion of, of course, what's right and wrong. But we, to keep marriages safe and strong, we have to put the obligation on the married people. So you believe that it's up to the married people and that your oh. friend should be able to do whatever he wants? If she says okay you know i'm leaving my husband actually told you know i'm unhappy i'm gonna leave him okay i want i, I haven't you? made love in seven years once would you she told me i want to know what you would do be a thousand percent honest a woman that you think is beautiful a woman that you said if she was single that would be my girl let's say she's married and comes to you and says simon i'm miserable we don't have ooh la la anymore i really want to you know, see what you and I can do, or can you just like fulfill some sort of fantasy I need? Would you go there? Not anymore, but I have. Why? But why wouldn't you? The guilt now. See, that's what I'm saying. But, but there's I... like, where do you lie in a moral place? Even though it's not your vow that you took, I feel like everybody has a moral thing. It's kind of like saying, listen, I would never rob a bank, but, but I... I'll drive the getaway car for my friends. And like, you... you're not robbing, but you're still culpable in some way you shouldn't but everybody uh who is single might fall into the temptation me included would you so what advice are you going to give your friend in this situation who is the single man i'm, I'm gonna tell him what you said try not to but i'm not gonna judge Ooh, so but i'm then your you friend get involved like what happens if the ooh is so amazing now you're all well, wrapped up in this thing think about the long term well but how many people to leave their partner for their lover and then get married to the new rarely person? happens it does angie it rarely happens but and if I, it does there's never a level of trust there that would be totally pure he better not but if he does i'm still his friend that's, oh of course that's, of that's course. my point well that's not the question because, no but because, no there's not a question of that because we're not saints and 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 if, if there is such difficulty is because we ad- idealize so many things and we fall down from where we are we thought it was right. to reality right no none of us are saints no and, and i understand not me. no and listen especially not me either <laughs> but please advise your friend in every single pitfall and then you know, he's in control of well, his own exa- life. He's an adult. And she is an adult, day. too. Exactly. So. Good luck, friend. More <laughs> of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You know a friend of yours is about to go down a road of cheating. They're not cheating on their spouse or their partner. They're cheating with somebody else in a relationship. They're single. Are you culpable? Are you morally obligated to stay away? Or are you like, hey, I'm single, free game. We were talking about this off the air about one of Simon's friends. And then our producer, Jill, had a great question. So I was wondering if you could still be friends with somebody who was in that situation where they were either cheating on their own relationship or being the cheater in somebody else's marriage. I think it depends. There's so many variables in that. I think it depends on... If they're cheating for the thrill of cheating and they're like habitual cheaters, like that's somebody to me that's just like a habitual liar if you're a habitual cheater. And I don't know if I want to be around that kind of energy or those people. If you are someone like Simon's friend who is just like in love with this person and all of a sudden they're saying, hey, I'm in a miserable marriage and like I'm not going to judge But if it gets too deep and then if I'm involved and you're like calling me to cover for you because you're lying and this person and that, like, I don't want to be involved, but I'm going to give you my real advice. But I don't, I do have a hard time, Simon, I got to say, with a close friend of mine cheating on their spouse. Of course. Yeah, because you're not the person that maybe I thought you were. If you're capable of that, maybe... I don't know you as well as I thought I did. I I sort of hold my friends to a certain standard. 
But and you would not tell on your friend. I would not tell on my friend. I would just not want to be around that friend because there's an air of deceit and lying and just ugliness and drama that I don't want to be around. I'm going to make the case for the other side. Call okay. French, maybe. But I, I want to hear your <laughs> side. Very different culturally. And I love that question, Jill. I have been in that situation, and I've distanced myself from a friend who was cheating just to cheat. Um, but I want to hear your side of the story. Mm-hmm. A man's side next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Boy, we got on this whole cheating train, and it became a story of will you... Stay friends with someone who you know is actively cheating on their partner. Mm-hmm. I said I would have a hard time because I don't want to be a part of that whole air of ugly that goes with it. And Simon, you said you have a case for the other side. Yeah, because whether you have cheated or you're a cheater, whether you've done something wrong, if you're my friend and I love you, I cover for you, plain and simple. You're going to cover? I so. Oh, you- see, now you're getting yourself involved in this whole drama. So if, if I love you, I cover for you, Angie. I, that's the way I'm raised. First of all, my husband is never allowed to hang out with you ever again because what? What? you're going to cover for him all the time. Well, I'm not going to rob a bank with you. I'm not going to help somebody to, but to this cheat. Is what you're, this is what I'm but saying. To me, m- if you cover for a friend that is cheating, yes. if you're helping you know, perpetuate a lie to their mate, it is the equivalent, like I said, of your friend robbing a bank and you're driving the getaway car. You're just as guilty in a way because you're helping them commit a crime. Uh, and, and it's not like a legal crime, but here's a crime against a person's heart and a person's soul. I, I understand. If I love you, it's unconditional. Wow. I, I, I keep, I, if you So we fire. know, we know if we commit a crime that Simon is the one to call for <laughs> bail money. Because you will be there I will at 2 a.m. to bail I, I me will, out. I will, Angie. Yeah, and I will do the same for you. Yeah, thank you. But I'm not going to help you commit that crime. No, neither neither do I. I'm not saying I'm going to help anybody rob a bank or cheat on somebody. But I would welcome you in my house no matter what you did. Oh, you're always and welcome. Help you but I don't want to be around it. For... I don't want to be around it. Right? What can I say? I have friends from my childhood that are in jail now for years. They're still my friends. I still love them. Right. That's the truth. I love your friends in jail. I want to meet your thug friend. I, I just have one. Oh, okay. Well, I want to meet him. All right. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships, and advice from our French romantic, Simon Marcel. Yes. Thank you, Angie. Yes. And Simon, speaking of uh, people that need advice from you, we have an email specifically for you. It's a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Oh, I like them. Yes. You can send any time to simonandangie.com. You'll find the email section there. This is Nadi, who listens in Phoenix on Mix 96.9. Mm-hmm. She says, bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Nadi. I'm a delivery driver in Arizona. I listen to your show frequently when I'm giving my last hour or two of deliveries. Here's my problem. I'm tired of having to defend myself against people who think the man who's my soulmate isn't good enough for me. He's in Europe. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly where because I know I would be a flight risk of abandoning college to live with him. And so I made a promise not to tell anybody. We haven't heard each other's voices or seen each other's faces ever because we want it to be super special the first time we do. Mm-hmm. This alone gives me looks from my family of, are you insane? Unfortunately, over the last four years, let me reiterate, underline, four years, we've uh-huh. been together. There have been periods of one to six months where our schedules conflict so horribly that we don't even get to text. We know we belong together and are simply waiting for me to finish my degree. So how can I brag about him when every time I start, people are like, well, what does he look like? How did you meet? And they fixate on those things. Simon, please, 
Help out our friend Naughty. Naughty. Well, go ahead, Simon. May, I no, put, this, romantic, put a romantic yeah. spin on this one. I've like this is the challenge for you right now. Let's hear your it romantic is spin. Four yes. years in. But yeah. I'm going to say something. What I love and is sweet about this bonjour, Simon from Naughty, and, and thank you for the email, mm-hmm. is that it doesn't hurt anyone. Uh, Natty, if you say, you know, that you're going to see him after college and that it's the love of your life, why would I not believe you? After all, you know, it may be true. Chances are 1%. But I always leave... 1%. I always leave 1% of chance that it might work. The thing is, talking about a ghost to your friends is like showing a scary movie. It's a strange thing. You're talking about a ghost. Right. It's a great analogy. Right. It's it's a ghost, but it's your ghost and is in on your mind and in your heart. And I'll respect that. I'm not gonna make fun of you. I'm not gonna say it's too crazy. I'm just gonna say either you decide that you want to meet and you'll know if he exists and if it's reality or it will fade away on its own. I just, as a romantic, I see the flame is 1%, not zero. Simon. 1%. And so I'll leave it to Nadi to finish the, 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 the end of the story uh, on her own rhythm when she's ready to maybe either ask for proof of existence, pictures and stuff like that, or when she's ready to give up on that hope. But it's on her agenda, not mine. You've seen Catfish, no? Yeah, of course. I know okay. what that is. So, Simon, you said in the beginning, like, who does it hurt? It hurts her because she is thinking that this man is her soulmate. She said in the beginning, this man is my soulmate. Yes. It's been four years without yeah. a photo. It's been four years without a voice conversation. I feel like this is the greatest example of a catfish that we've maybe ever had. And the reason that her family is asking all these questions and her friends is because they're worried about her and it will hurt her in the end. Everybody gets hurt in the end, Angie. So what does she say to her? Because her ultimate question is like, how do I explain this to my friends and family? Listen. Should she stop explaining it? That's my advice, Nadia. Like, don't talk about it anymore? Don't talk about it because you're talking about a ghost. He's not to us. His existence is very questionable. To you, and I will follow your intuition. You say it's the love of your life. I'm a romantic. I'm going to give 1% chance, a big chance. If we wrong, Natty, yeah, very hard. Hard. Hard to hard And she's a realist. Like, She'll tell you well, in a second it's just how hard she to feels feel, about no, it. No, it's hard to feel like this is the love of my life and I can't scream it from the mountaintops. You know, when you're in love, you want everybody to share that. Of course. But do you have to understand, Natty, that we're talking about, for me, a ghost, a soul. Somebody was, you know. So she's in love with a ghost. Yeah, and maybe, but maybe he's gonna be a great man, and there's one percent chance that one percent. But I'm gonna fingers crossed for you. Fingers crossed. We're all wrong, and it's the love of your life. All right, Nadi. We hope you and Casper have a great life together. I hope it works out. Yeah, I do too. Simon, you are the hopeless romantic, and that's why we love you. I I believe in the one percent, and that's why she wrote to you, maybe, maybe to us. (laughs) (laughs) All right, maybe more of the rendezvous next with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks so much for listening tonight. Love dating, romance, relationships, and I love getting to put my co-host Simon Marcel on the hot seat. Hi, Simon. Bonsoir. Bonjour, Angie. So, Simon, you always put my husband and I on the hot seat for your In Bed with Simon. Every Tuesday night. So I have to get these would-you-rathers, okay? So Uh are you ready to play would-you-rather? I'm ready, Angie. Okay. Would you rather get left at the altar or get cheated on one year into your marriage? Left at the altar. I agree. The sooner the better. Uh, thank you. The pain is huge. The humiliation tremendous. Ooh. But you're free at last from deceivement and cheating. So, Okay, here's another one. Are you ready? Yes. Would you rather your partner fake it with the ooh-la-la 
or tell you when it's not going to happen. Simon, let's talk about it. You and your lover, this last weekend, if it was not going to happen, would you rather she faked it or said it's not happening? What would what would be better for you? It's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, because you don't happen. want her to fake it. No, it doesn't happen all the time. I'm but against wait. the faking. So I know it doesn't happen all the time. It doesn't. What if it happens never? Well, I guess she, if she stays with me, she's happy for something. So I do the best I can. Let's say my lover is still with me a year later. That means that even if it's never, she must have some some pleasure and some fun. Otherwise, she would not come back. Don't I mean, you want to know like what to do to help her find some pleasure? Or you're just well, like, if it's not happening, hopefully then in you the year, figure it out. We've talked about it or, you know, because I'm, right. I like to talk in the ooh so it's not like You a, do? Yeah. Oh, you're a chatty one. Yeah, I like to, oh, you know. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like the chit-chat. <laughs> Making All right. me red. Well, I'm, oh, yes, oh. I see that. Yeah, it yeah. matches your sweater right yeah. now. All <laughs> right, so when we come back, let's go to the phones. I just like to, every now and then. <laughs> you got throw, me. Yeah, throw that kind of stuff at you, surprise you out of the blue. 855-905-8255. Let's take a call next. People need advice on The Rendezvous mm-hmm. with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. 855-905-8255 for love, dating, romance, relationship uh, questions. If mm-hmm. you need advice from our French romantic Simon Marcel or myself. And those of reality. Yes. Yes. So, Simon, uh, we do have people on the line. Let's go to Birmingham, Michigan right now, listening on 100.3 WNIC. Here's Liz. Hi, Liz. Bonjour, Liz. Hello. Hello. Hello, Liz. Bonjour. What's your question? Um, well, I am, I've been dating a man uh, for the last two and a half years. Um, I'm divorced. He's divorced. Um, he has two kids. Um, we've been talking a lot about getting married, and we've been ring shopping and things like that. But one day he'll be all on board to get married, and then the next day he, he'll talk about how he doesn't want to get married ever again or anytime soon. And he kind of flip-flops a lot. Is this a red flag? Is this something that happens because he is divorced with kids? Like, he's just worried about the kids and how they'll take it. You're also, you said you're also divorced with kids? No, I don't have any children, but okay, I am so divorced. You are divorced. But do you live yeah. together with his children? No, we do not live together. But I, you don't live together. I know the kids. We've gone on vacations together, things like that. So the relationship with the children is good. And the relationship yes. with the boyfriend of two and a half years is good. And he flip-flops. Does he have drama with his ex? I mean, it's not completely perfect, but it isn't a lot of drama. I mean, they have, like, shared custody of the okay. kids. Uh-huh. So it's, listen, it, it's never perfect. I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, right? I have it's shared life. custody, too. That's life. Can you hang on with us for the next segment, too? Because this is there's a lot of layers here that yeah. I think that Simon and I want to uh, yeah. talk to you more about. Is that cool? Yes, that'd be great. All right, great. So that's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're still on the line with our listener, Liz, in Michigan. Hi, Liz. Hi, Liz. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So Liz and her boyfriend have been dating two and a half years. They're both divorcees. Mm -hmm. The boyfriend has two kids. And um, you guys have been dating, and he is one minute like, let's get engaged, let's look at rings, and the next minute, I never want to get married again. Simon, what do you think is going on here? 
So, uh, Lise, what's going on is probably he relieves, he remembers the past. It's not about you and him. It's about the trauma he had from the first marriage. PTSD. PTSD, well said, Angie. And so hesitation is not a form of regression. It's an evolution. When you hesitate, you think the pro, the cons. I like that. I don't think it's bad. Um, You guys are in two and a half years. Are you happy with him, Liz? Yes. Yes, okay. I am. I'm very happy with him. Uh, okay, and I'm going to assume he's very happy with you too. I, I think so. Well, right. you you so, wouldn't bring your kids around. I'll say that as as a woman that okay. was a single mom, you don't bring your kids around someone and go vacation with them as you have with his children unless you think of them in the future. But I understand what Simon's saying about the PTSD. Exactly. So so when he relieves, when he remembers, when the emotions come back, he'll say to you, oh, I never want to get married again. Don't think it's against you. It's against her, the ex. It's against the right. trauma he had. Not at all about you. And with time, it's going to slow down. If it doesn't, maybe you guys go to a couple of therapists to talk about it. But let him hesitate. Let him have his fear. Let him express how scary it has been for him before you so it can be strong with you, Liz. And don't yeah. get despair. I see a lot of hope in that situation. I do, Angie, too. I, I see hope in this, too. I, oh, I, yeah. I understand what's, what Simon is saying, especially the fact that he is allowing you to be a part of his children's life that you are vacationing together i would just say when he has those moments of oh my god i'm never getting married especially after you guys are talking about it i would dig in a little bit more and be like well why do you feel this way babe like where is this coming from because yesterday we were looking at rings and today you're somewhere else so what's going on that you that you feel this way just to let him express himself to you and and maybe you guys can talk about it and it was one little uh, difference don't play shrink all right. No, 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 no. So Don't with that shrink, question but, comes... But the, you also want him to know that you're there for him no matter what. Sure, but I would not ask questions. I would let him vent. It's important that well, he vents. she needs answers too, though. But, she can't just sit back and let his life go on and she has to take it all. Mm. She, has, she has to have answers for herself. But I think the less we put our baggages on each other, it, the better for the relationship. And this is, he he has, is putting his baggage on her he, he, by going back and forth and waffling and, and going, you know, like left, right, left, it, right. Exactly. He is. But if you engage in more discussion about this, he's going to get to do more and more and use you as a shrink. I guarantee that. And you're not going to hear what you, you're not going to want to hear this. My advice is be there, vent. Don't be afraid of his hesitation and make progress. If he doesn't change, he has to go to therapy and talk about it or you guys have to go together. What do you think about that, Liz? I think it's actually great advice. Um, it, it actually makes me feel a little more calm in that he's just dealing with the past, what Simon was saying, of like he's dealing with the past. It's kind of like reliving those like bad memories. So sure. he flips on that for right. that moment. And right. so like let him bend and let him know that I'm there. I yes. Mean, I'm definitely going to start doing that. Thank Listen, you. That's, if I think you, that's great. If, if you were in a plane crash, you'd be very hesitant. Even though you want to travel, you want you want to see all these sites and have this beautiful, amazing life, you'd be hesitant to get on a plane to go overseas and see all Again. these sites and the seven wonders of the world, even though you might be the Taj Mahal that he is dying to go see and dying to be around. He's a little afraid to jump on a plane again because that plane crashed last time. So you have to um, you know, go there if you're willing to wait it out, but be there for him, support, 
But at the same time, get some support for yourself, I would say, as well, because it's not just his issue. It's your issue, too. This is your relationship as well. You're playing potential stepmother. You're playing potential wife. And so I suggest you both get therapy. Like Simon said, he needs some and you need some, too, I think. Yes. No, I. this is really helpful. Thank you. This is advice I'm definitely taking to heart. <laughs> good, 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 good. Thank there's you so hope. much. Yes, yes Liz. A lot of hope. There is a lot Thank of hope you. here. And it sounds very positive. There's just some residual feelings of that, course, yeah, that, that need to be resolved. And, and we wish you the best of luck. It's a new year, new resolve, and everything will be okay. And if not, call us back. Happy New Year, Liz. Bon année. Happy New Year. Thank yes. you. You're Same. welcome. All right. More of The Rendezvous next. Thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. If you missed any of our love, dating, romance, relationship topics, please hit up simonandangie.com. You'll find our podcast there. Yes. You missed a great show, I got to say. We talked <laughs> about um, gifts from people outside of your relationship. This was Jackson's date or dump. This is not just a gift. When somebody else buys your mate a car, hello, that's very heavy. Yes. Um, getting involved with someone in an unhappy marriage do you have any obligation morally if you're single and they're married? What is your obligation? And then also, when your partner is hot and cold about marriage, this was Liz's call that we just had, and that's where your Simon Says came in, Simon. Thanks, Angie. I said the less we put our baggage on each other, the better for the relationship. Meaning, we all have a past, we all have PTSD from other relationships, we all have, and sometimes we just need to vent, but sometimes also we need to go to therapy, go some an outside source, so we don't right. put... Protect our partner from our life sometimes. From our past life. And our emotions, and, yeah. And, and I don't like to call it baggage. That's one of my least favorite no, words. But we'll it's it's our past. life. Everybody has a life. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, just past protect life. your partner from your life. Sometimes, like, they don't need to hear every minutia. No. My boss is on my butt. My ex. My kids are driving. Like, it's a lot of emotional and bad emotions, right? Yeah. So yes. So exactly. So that's a key thing. Try to. Leave it. Protect them. And protect your relationship, yes. Protect your relationship. Protect your partner mm -hmm. from your emotions yes. a lot of times. Simon, I think that's such a great advice. I have to remind myself of that a lot. <laughs> so thank you You've for that. You've made progress, Angie. You've I'm made trying. a lot of progress. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> All right. More of the rendezvous tomorrow. But in the meantime, please check us out, simonandangie.com. Also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Simon and Angie. That's our handle everywhere. And more tomorrow with the rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.